so glad you've joined us on the ERLC podcast to explore how the Bible addresses important cultural issues pertaining to life, religious liberty, marriage and family, and human dignity, and how we can walk in wisdom for God's glory and for the flourishing of our neighbors. If you're enjoying this podcast and find it helpful, please leave a review wherever you listen. This will help more people find and benefit from what we're learning together. We are grateful for the time you take to join us for these conversations. Welcome to Weekly Tech, a new technology podcast focused on navigating this digital age with wisdom, where each Monday we'll dive into the most pressing and talked about technology stories in order to keep you up to date and prepared for the week ahead. Weekly Tech is brought to you by the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and I'm your host, Jason Thacker. Alongside this podcast, we also have an email newsletter of Weekly Tech that you can subscribe to at jasonthacker.com slash weeklytech. And in this email briefing, you'll get all of the stories that we talk about here, as well as some extra links and some helpful information delivered to your inbox each Monday morning. Again, you can sign up at jasonthacker.com slash weekly tech. I want to take a minute to just talk about a little of what we're going to do here each Monday morning in weekly tech. First, we'll start off a little bit with a big story. Uh, We'll go a little bit more in depth on this story, talk about some of the details and why this is important and why we should think about it. And then we'll follow up with the rundown, which would be four to five different technology stories, really quick kind of bullet point format for you just to be able to be aware of um, as you go into the week ahead. We know here at Weekly Tech, there are just tons of information. There's tons of uh, social media posts and news posts and articles to stay up to date with. And we hope this is a helpful resource for you as you seek to navigate this digital age and technology with wisdom. The big story this week is something that came across uh, my newsfeed not too long ago by a guy named Kevin Roos, who's a writer at large at the New York Times. And he was writing in a weekly technology uh, newsletter that they put out called The Bits about doom surfing. And I had never heard this word before. Doom surfing essentially is, especially in this uh, season of COVID, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic that we're dealing with, doom surfing essentially just spending endless amounts of time online and on our devices. Uh, If you're anything like me on Sunday mornings, you probably don't like to get the notification on your phone that uh, your kind of screen time report for the week because mine is has been much higher over the last few weeks of being quarantined at home and isolated. That's true not only of myself, but also my family and probably true of you and your family. It's pretty well known at this point that our children and us are spending a lot more time on screens, whether that's on televisions or Zoom calls, uh, FaceTime, using our devices. We're kind of glued to these devices. And one of the things that we're noticing is that we're often kind of doom surfing in the sense of we're digging in and we're trying to get more headlines and more information about what's going on. And uh, as we do this, we're kind of getting stuck in bad news. And a lot of what Kevin writes uh, at the Times is how this concept really kind of unsettled him. It's something that he noticed that he had bad sleep patterns and that he wasn't as happy and um, engaged, especially at work that he had been. But as Christians, when we think about this, Kevin talks a lot more about uh, self-care and what that should look like in this COVID season. But as Christians, I wanted to step back as we dive into the big story this week and say, how do we as Christians, one, fight doom surfing, and then where is our hope placed? 
I think often when we talk about uh, the influence and impact of technology in our lives, we do think of social media. We do think of a lot of these technology devices like our computers and laptops and smartphones. And these are really good tools. But often in the midst of uncertainty, we find ourselves glued to our devices, just longing to find a little bit more information or a little bit more of what's going on to have kind of a grasp or understanding And that's not a bad thing. We should do those things. But often when we get into these cycles of bad news and all the different things going on, we lose kind of a grasp or where our hope should be placed and where our hope is placed as Christians. We mistakenly look to these technologies as sources of hope and our uncertainty in an uncertain world, kind of tricking ourselves into believing that if we find out that last bit of breaking news or the last testing numbers or even the rate of spread, then we might just have a little bit more knowledge or understanding and that will give us some sort of peace. But of course, there's nothing wrong with being informed and educated, but there's a promise, a false promise in a lot of these things. They don't actually give us certainty. They don't actually give us the peace and the hope and the comfort that we long for. For me, one of the ways that I've been able to combat that in my personal life and that I write in this article are the Psalms. The Psalms are a beautiful collection of God's Word and these songs that are written for God's church. And if you haven't spent a lot of time in the Psalms, the Psalms are a book that are full of emotions, from the joyous celebrations of what God has done to the lamenting and the deep pain and discomfort of feeling that you might even be abandoned or overlooked or even dealing with gross sin in our lives, we see this kind of range of emotions throughout the Psalms. And one of my favorite Psalms is actually Psalm 46. Uh, It was something that really stood out to me in a number of difficult seasons uh, throughout my life, but especially in this season of my wife finishing out her chemo treatment uh, for Hodgkin's lymphoma and then going into this season of isolation and quarantine with COVID-19. And Psalm 46 just really stood out to me um, and has been a source of peace throughout this dark season. And the psalmist writes in verse 1, he says, God is our refuge and our strength, our very present help in time of trouble. Then he continues to explain how the earth gives way and the waters rage and the nations rage and the world seems to be splitting apart at its seams. But God is still in control of everything, every aspect of our life, and he serves as our refuge and our strength through all of it. So in this time of international crisis and pandemic, it's easy for us to kind of find ourselves glued to our devices, always kind of doom surfing, as Kevin Roast writes in The Times. But what we need to do is have that needed kind of course correction of going not to the news and the information as our source of hope or peace or comfort, but really going to God's Word and learning what God says, not only in the midst of the good times, but also often in the dark, the darkest seasons, the most difficult trials and tribulations that we'll face that God is with us in our pain. He's with us in our confusion and our doubt. And he's especially with us in the midst of a world that's showing these deep pains and scars of virus and disease and death. And so instead of getting lost in our devices or surfing the web or social media to get those answers, maybe it's good for us just to put these devices down. Maybe it's good for us to put them down for a moment to meditate on God and His Word. And I want to conclude our big story today as the psalmist concludes Psalm 46. It said, God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. The nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He utters His voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us and the God of Jacob 
is our fortress. Let that word of God wash over you this morning throughout this week as you cling to the hope and you cling to the one of the source of hope and peace in the middle of this pandemic. Each week after the big story, we're also going to have what we call the rundown, which is four to five different technology stories that you should be aware of. First up is a Wall Street Journal article about Washington State being the first state to have a facial recognition law, uh, which many see has a national model. As many of you may or may not know, uh, we do not actually currently have a federal regulation on facial recognition technology, even though this technology is starting to be used in a lot of surveillance and policing. With Washington State being the first to have a facial recognition law on the books, many will see this as a national model as many states are starting to adopt similar language for their own laws. Next up is a story from the BBC about how artificial intelligence might help elderly deal with loneliness. As we see a mass rise in voice assistants like Google Home and Alexa and Siri, many are starting to wonder if we can develop certain types of voice assistants to be able to have a relationship or to be able to allow uh, someone who may have lost a spouse or who is lonely uh, to have a companion in the home. This is a really interesting story and I encourage you to check it out. Next up is a story from Wired about uh, the popular video conferencing platform, Zoom. As many have started to work remote in these days of COVID, a lot of folks are depending on Zoom and other popular video conferencing platforms in order to do work and to meet with family and friends and to stay connected. But one thing that people are starting to realize is that Zoom actually has a lot of privacy issues and security flaws in it that can be exploited. Even one uh, thing that the Wired article talks about is about Zoom bombing, which is kind of like photo bombing, where someone might drop in on your Zoom call without you knowing. Uh, this is a really interesting article and something to be aware of is many of our important meetings and conversations are starting to happen on this platform, just being aware of the privacy issues that are at bay. The last article in this week's rundown comes from the information about how YouTube is planning a brand new app called Shorts to rival the popular video platform TikTok. TikTok is an emerging social media platform that's really popular among young adults, especially teenagers, who are using this video sharing platform to share various videos of their life and things that they're doing. YouTube seems to want to piggyback off the popularity of TikTok and come up with their own app called Shorts that seems to be due out at the end of this year. It'll be interesting to see how YouTube rolls out this application to rival TikTok, especially with the viral popularity of TikTok um, among young people. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Weekly Tech. If you enjoyed the podcast, we ask that you would leave us a review. You can do that on iTunes or your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope that you would share these episodes with those who might find them beneficial. You can always find show notes as well as the email newsletter of this podcast at jasonthacker.com slash podcast. Also, if there's a story that you think we should share or that we should cover, please email us at weeklytech at erlc.com. That's weeklytech at erlc.com. Thank you and have a great week.